How do you get homeowners insurance to pick up the tab to bring the attic ventilation up the current building code standards as part of a storm damaged roof replacement claim? We'll explain how right now. Hi there. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, airing it out with AirVent. My name is Paul Shelsey. I host AirVent's Attic Ventilation Ask the Expert seminars offered every winter to residential roofing professionals all across North America since 1998. Some residential roofing contractors in storm-prone markets are successfully convincing homeowners insurance to pay the full price to bring the attic ventilation up to the current building code standards while insurance is already paying to replace the roof itself. This means intake vents and exhaust vents in the needed quantity to meet code standards. And it often involves switching to a better, more efficient way to ventilate the attic. Let's dig into this a little deeper with the help of Kyle Pyatt, Director of Residential Sales for Gen 3 Roofing Corporation in Centennial, Colorado. Welcome to the podcast, Kyle. Thank you, Paul. Happy to be back. Thank you, Kyle, very much. Kyle was actually a past guest on our podcast discussing how to boost your bottom line by including proper attic ventilation in the overall scope of work of the project. It was during that interview we learned that 95% of Gen 3 Roofing's projects are insurance claims. And Colorado is among the top states for hailstorms. Well, we thought, who better to talk about how to get insurance to pay? So welcome back, Kyle. Thank you. Kyle, I'd like to walk the listeners through a sample scenario. Hopefully it sets the table for how to explain and persuade homeowners insurance to pay the tab. Let's say a nasty hailstorm came through the area that beat up the roof and the vents pretty badly. And let's say homeowners insurance is willing to pay for a complete roof replacement, including the damaged vents. We'll say there's five box vents on the roof for attic exhaust ventilation. Now let's say your company has been hired by the homeowner to do the work. Gen 3 Roofing will be replacing the roof. Upon inspection, you determine that the five box vents are not enough to properly exhaust vent that attic. Due to the attic size, it actually needs eight box vents. And you notice during your inspection, the amount of intake ventilation in the soffit is not enough to support the five box vents already in place, not to mention eight box vents. You notice this because you're well aware that proper attic ventilation needs to be a balanced system of intake vents and exhaust vents. Finally, Kyle, you recommend switching from individual box vents to continuous ridge vent for exhaust ventilation because you've seen firsthand the benefits of matching the type of exhaust vent to the geometry or shape of the roof. The fact is, some types of attic exhaust vents are better suited for some roofs than others. And that's why you're recommending switching from box vents to ridge vents. Kyle, let's make the case right now, please, why homeowners insurance should pay for the attic ventilation being brought up the code and improved when improvement is in fact needed. Let's begin with 
the homeowner's insurance policy itself. Kyle, roofing contractors have told AirVent that homeowner's insurance is obligated to pay any time the insurance policy has, quote unquote, current building code coverage language written into the policy. Has that been your experience, Kyle? Yeah, exactly. You you have to do your homework to get that information to the insurance company, but but they will pay for that stuff if that's uh, if that's in there. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you, Kyle. Kyle, I, I've been generically calling it current building code lo- co- coverage language in my conversations. For our listeners, could you give us an example of what it's actually called uh, for someone who might not be as familiar with the wording? What that category is called, please. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so most of the time you'll see law and ordinance coverage. Um, you can also see building code upgrade coverage. Uh, there's several different ways that an insurance company will actually word it. You should just note that the most of the time that they do have a cap on how much they will pay out. Uh, ventilation will never reach that cap. But sometimes if you did like a redeck or something like that, you could max that cap out. So just working with the contractor that does that kind of homework uh, and can avoid some costly surprises. Okay, great, Kyle. Thank you. So law and ordinance, that's the that's the uh, terminology that we're looking for in the policy. Thank you. Okay, great. Kyle, if the homeowner's insurance policy doesn't have this law and ordinance language, is it something that's easily added by the homeowner? And is it expensive from your experience? Yeah, I mean, if a building code is telling you that you have to do it, then uh, there really isn't a way around it. Um, all re-roofs will get a permit pulled and inspections have to follow, obviously. So in the grand scheme of things, it's uh, it's not that expensive um, and the money that you can save is is far more beneficial. Okay, great. So if a, if a homeowner is listening by chance or a roofer is educating a homeowner and they don't have that coverage, they, they could definitely add that going forward for the next storm in advance of the next storm. For sure. Yep. Okay. Thank you, Kyle. Kyle, you've touched upon this, but if you don't mind, I'm going to try and clarify it just for the person who might be listening unfamiliar. Some, some markets don't have frequent storms like Texas where I am and Colorado where you are from your experience, Kyle, if homeowners insurance policy doesn't have that language, the law and ordinance language written into the policy before the storm. Is it still possible to get the insurance company to pay to bring the attic ventilation up the current code standards and possibly be improved? So, so they had a storm, they have a policy, but nowhere in the policy does it say law and ordinance coverage. Is that homeowner out of luck? Uh, is it possible? Sure. Is it likely? Probably not. Um, 90% or more of my policies that I work with or that I review, uh, they have code upgrades. Sometimes submitting literature from the shingle manufacturers can help getting some of these expenses paid for. At the end of the day, the homeowners, uh, as a homeowner, I would strongly recommend having a policy that co- covers code upgrades. Most of the time, that will save you thousands of dollars during a roofing project. Yes. It can be you know, as simple as you know, $100 a year. Um, added to your policy. So it's it's definitely beneficial to have that. But okay. if, so is it possible? Sure. Likely, probably not. But there are some some ways to get some literature to some insurance companies that, that would go ahead and approve that. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you for explaining that. It sounds like it's worth it's worth a try to try to get the homeowner's roof paid for that way. But definitely homeowners listening, consider adding that coverage in your policy. 100%. Yep. Thank you, Kyle. 
Kyle, I think I'd like to segue just a little bit and talk about building code since the law and ordinance language that we've been referring to is about building code. The International Residential Building Code, IRC, specific to attic ventilation is section 806. It's reviewed for possible updates and released every three years. We have the current 2021 IRC posted on our website, airvent.com, inside the news and events tab. Every local municipality that enforces code is free to uh, adopt the current policy or whatever policy they're working with. It might not be the 21, it might be the 18, but just for our listeners, we have the current code on our website. Kyle, when you're evaluating the storm damaged roof and the existing attic ventilation in place, you're not just looking at the attic exhaust vents whether they happen to be box vents, wind turbines, power fans, ridge vents, gable louvers, whatever the exhaust is, you're not just stopping with the exhaust. You're also looking at the intake vents, right? Yeah, that's correct. And if I may, Kyle, and I know this from talking with you, uh, you're doing that because attic ventilation is intake and exhaust and building code references both of those elements, intake and exhaust. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. So, Kyle, if you're working on a house in a municipality that does not enforce building code, let's say that's the case, because we might have some listeners where building code is not enforced. How do you get homeowners insurance to consider paying for that if the code's not locally enforced? Is that is that so, possible? So are you referring to if it's code, but the, the city doesn't you know check for it or enforce it or, or it's nowhere to be found? Uh, by that city, or, or are you referring to both? Uh, actually, the latter. Thank you. So uh, the code, the code, just the, the local municipality does not uh, enforce the building code, and so you're losing a little bit of a leverage while the code doesn't enforce it here. Sure. Okay, I mean, but- if, if there's if there's literature that says that you know um, that it needs to be done somewhere, I mean, if, if they have that, then that's what it is, and you need to just scan that and send that to the insurance company that should be enough to get it paid for uh if if for some reason they need some kind of you know letter from the chief building inspector of that municipality uh a lot of times if you send an email over there they are not going to put in writing that they do not you know enforce that they're going to say yes we enforce that and okay that email and send it straight over to insurance no this is what it is they do enforce that and here you go okay great all right thank you kyle so, so, Kyle, so far, if I could just summarize for our listeners, insurance will pay if the policy calls it out, law and ordinance. Yep. The law and ordinance cites building code. Building code spells out intake and exhaust. Yep. If it happens to be a local municipality that does not enforce local code, you still have a chance to get that covered, but it might take some letters, some literature, yeah, you'll have to point to why there's a need for it. And yeah. I also like what you said here a minute ago, Kyle, that if you call it out, it's likely that the local municipality will say, no, we we, we enforce the code here. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, you, and that's why give me an email. Just shoot it over to an email, and, and I, I can almost promise you that they're going to respond to that correctly because they know what's on the line with that as well. And if you're not – and I'll take it a step further, but if you're working with a municipality that doesn't even – Enforce codes. I mean, there's some that are way, way behind the eight ball as far as they don't even have that literature written down anywhere. Yes. Uh, if that's the case, uh, you can try and use like senior manufacturer specs 
uh, to try and get them to cover that and pay for that. So sometimes there are some some loopholes to try and get some information to the insurance company. Uh, and and that's not necessarily cite the municipality, but say, hey, here's the, the shingle manufacturer says that I have to have this. Uh, is this good enough? And sometimes they'll give it to you that way, too. Fantastic. Thank you, Kyle. It's a great little lead in. Thank you for that. For our next little section, it's the shingle warranty. So thank you, Kyle. Kyle, it's important that both the insurance company and the homeowners themselves understand that the full terms of the shingle warranty, this brand new roof that has a warranty, the full terms for the new roof are tied directly to proper balanced attic ventilation. And again, that's intake and exhaust vents in the needed quantity for the attic size. It's spelled out in the shingle warranty, and that's what you referred to. It might take pointing to that warranty. So thank you for that, Kyle. I'd like to continue, Kyle, please, that for the benefit of our listeners, the, the attic ventilation requirement as it pertains to the full terms of the shingle warranty, it's not unique to any one brand of shingles. It's across the board. Arma the official representing organization of asphalt shingle manufacturers. ARMA stands for Asphalt Roofing Manufacturers Association. So so ARMA highlights this in its technical bulletin for residential roofing. Point blank, ARMA says the roof needs balanced attic ventilation. And we have that bulletin on our website. If you're curious, it's inside the news and events tab. I think it's worth Putting this into perspective for our listeners, Kyle, if homeowners insurance is paying for a brand new roof, but does not include the cost to bring the attic ventilation up the current minimum code standards, insurance is in effect paying for a subpar roof with a subpar warranty. And I don't know many homeowners who would be pleased with that level of protection. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, ARMA is pretty clear on what they require and any literature that you can use to help getting the insurance to pay for it is is what you're supposed to be doing for sure. Thank you. You know, Kyle, there's something else that ARMA says that some folks may not realize. Uh, It's this. Don't reuse the attic exhaust vents when you're installing a brand new roof. We we hear some surprising stories, Kyle, from some contractors out there. Uh, homeowners insurance sometimes wants the roofing contractor, this is what we hear, wants the roofing contractor to reuse the attic exhaust vents because they were not damaged during the storm. The, the, the roof got hit, the vents did not get hit. So please reuse the vents. We believe that's bad practice, Kyle, to try to remove and reinstall the same vents. The additional handling of those vents, you know, remove them and then try and reinstall them. It could damage them. Proper fastening could be compromised at that point. It's our stance. New roof, new vents. And it's also our stance as well. Yeah, 100% spot on. Um, I will throw in there too, in new flashings. Anytime that you install a new roof, you should restart the life of that roof 100%. So new flashings, uh, new vents. New roof, new everything. So, yeah. Everything new. Yeah, thank you, Kyle. Thanks for clarifying with the flashings, too. Kyle, I'd like to switch gears a bit. This this is good news, I believe, if you're an insurance company listening. The insurance company actually stands to possibly save money by paying to bring the attic ventilation up to code or improve it. Sabrina Johnson, president of KDCO Home Improvement, 
in Akron, Ohio, put it this way in a recent conversation I had with her, proper attic ventilation will decrease the expedited dry out of the shingles. Therefore, during hail and windstorms, as the age of the roof increases, the roof will be much more pliable and able to sustain hail without fracturing the matting. This will help the insurance companies keep the costs of buying new roofs because they prematurely dried to a minimum. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, I th- found that very interesting. Sabrina also said this that I never thought of, Kyle. Sabrina said, balanced attic ventilation can help slow the spread of a house fire. You know, God forbid if there's a house fire, but if there's a house fire, because the airflow reduces the heat inside the attic that can exasperate a fire. Insurance companies, Sabrina says, insurance companies may be able to help reduce the cost of the claim because less damage was ignited and spread due to this proper attic ventilation. I I found both of those points interesting from Sabrina. Kyle, would you mind briefly, in your own words, just explain for the listener, how do you bundle all of this up and I, I know you've been doing it for a while. It might be second nature to you. How do you bundle all this up and present it to homeowners insurance? What's your process briefly, please? Well, with us at Gen 3 Roofing, uh, we have files made up for code required items um, that we can quickly scan and email highlighted information that we need them to see. Each municipality has its own folder uh, that we update regularly containing the info that you need to send into the insurance company. Um, And so, I mean, in Denver, we have probably 30 or 40 different municipalities that we work with on a regular basis, you know, every year that we're constantly updating. Um, And whether they're using the 2012, 2015 IRC, 2018, 2021, um, we just kind of have all that information on, on, in a file and just, we can quickly scan it and send it right in. And and usually there's no hassle Uh, highlight what you're trying to actually send in or what you want them to read, because you just sent them a whole couple of pages full of stuff. They're probably just going to say, yeah, well, I'm not going to sit here and read all this. So I just highlight what they need to see. If they see it, usually there's no fight and they just pay for it. So that's good. Great. Great. Thank you, Kyle. I can tell you got a system down. That's awesome. Yep. Kyle, as we wrap things up and wind this episode down uh, here, I I, I summarized what I believe are the key reasons. I got five of them based on our conversations. Why insurance should cover the attic ventilation costs when paying to replace a storm damaged roof. One. Homeowners insurance policy itself, the policy has law and ordinance language that obligates the insurance company to pay to bring the attic ventilation up to code standards, and that's intake and exhaust vents. Two, even without law and ordinance language in the policy, proper attic ventilation helps the roof meet its life expectancy. So with a reasonable explanation, insurance could possibly take that into account. Three, the full terms of the shingle warranty are directly tied to proper attic ventilation. Four, the quantity of vents already in place before the storm hit is not enough. It's insufficient. And then finally, five, why spend thousands of dollars on a subpar roof replacement? Those are the five key summary points Kyle, is there anything you want to add to this topic or anything in general uh, for our listeners that you want to just offer? No, I mean, I think we covered it. 
Okay, great. This is a pretty hot topic, and I appreciate your your availability, Kyle. This comes up frequently uh, during our seminar Q&A sessions, and I think this is going to be helpful to folks. I want to thank you, Kyle, very much for your time and appreciate your sharing your expertise and your knowledge on behalf of AirVent, the industry, and homeowners. Thank you so much for your time today, Kyle. I appreciate it. Thanks again for having me, Paul. Thank you, Kyle. Proper airflow in and out of an attic is a brand new roof's insurance policy. And that's why homeowners insurance should include it as part of the replacement roof claim. Well, that wraps up this episode. Please leave us a review on iTunes if you'd like, and be sure to let us know if there's a topic you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Maybe you'd like to be a guest one day like Kyle was a guest today. Drop us a note on the podcast page of our website, airvent.com. And please come back for more Airing It Out with AirVent. I'm Paul Shelsey. Thanks for listening.